Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of Wake Up Call. This episode is going to be quite different. Uh, we should have a rant episode today, but we decided to do something a bit more fun to let you guys know a bit more about who we are and what are our political biases. So when we talk, you can always criticize us and know that we are also subjective people. We thought that we should take the political compass test. And we know that it's very subjective in and of itself, <laughs> um, but I think it is still a fun tool and a fun exercise to discuss our worldviews and see where we stand on the political compass. Yeah, so for those of you that aren't familiar or maybe listening to the audio podcast and can't see us working our way uh, through this, basically what the political compass is, is like, a two axis scale it's basically like four quadrants that like you can sort of be placed into and like the top goes like the, the top axis like the y-axis is authoritarian versus libertarian so whether you are in favor of more or less government like sort of uh, control or or, or or some something like that uh, i guess that's the theory behind it um and the other one is sort of the economic cultural scale which is like are you more right-wing or are you more left-wing? Um, so obviously this test is incredibly flawed. If I recall correctly, it's made by a bunch of libertarian activists to show people that they're all actually libertarian. So, you know, the results might skew in that direction because on these types of tests, everyone likes to say that, you know, they're in favor of individual rights. And with these wishy-washy questions that you're gonna see are not, not the greatest questions. Um, yeah, they just lend themselves to a certain sort of bias within the test results. So please don't take this as like our definition of what our political ideology is. I'm never going to say, oh, I'm in the libertarian left quadrant of the political compass and my ideologies are, are this, this, and this. No, this is just a, a little fun exercise uh, to, you know, maybe help you visualize how these things go. Yeah, for sure. So without further ado, Nilda and I, um, if you're watching this podcast, it's great because we're going to be taking this test side by side. So the first question is, if economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations. What do you think, Nilda? <laughs> I think it's so <laughs> obvious that my answer is, strongly agree. I hate capitalism and I hate transnational corporations having no checks and balances at all. So strongly agree. What about you, Bishma? Yeah, um, I think that this question is phrased in such a way that it makes you seem like a douchebag if you don't strongly agree. So I do obviously strongly agree that it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations. But I do think that well-regulated transnational corporations can ultimately also serve that purpose. I don't think that they're necessarily at odds with each other, even though they often are. So I'm going to put mine as an agree. Milda, you're on the left. <laughs> I'm, on the, <laughs> I'm on the right. I'm going to put mine as just because I take issue with the way that this question is phrased. But obviously, you know, we should serve the yeah. interest of humanity. I definitely agree that you can interpret a lot of these questions in your own way. So I do see your critique. Okay, uh, the second question is, I'd always support my country whether it was right or wrong. What do you think? 
like disagree. Um, I think it's just going to be a regular disagree for me because I think a strongly disagree would be like every little thing my country does wrong. I would like, like prefer another country over it. But like, obviously, like if our country screws up, I'm all for holding us to account, especially on the international stage um, and also the domestic stage. So I'm going to put myself as a disagree. Yeah, I, I it's interesting because I, I think you might change my answer. I thought I was going to put strongly disagree, but I think maybe just because you're emotionally attached to your home, even if you disagree with your country, you have the sort of support for it that you want to help it, you know, yeah. in a way. Like so you give it maybe... the benefit of the doubt versus another country and give it room to improve. Yeah, I agree with that. So also I disagree. Also, you disagree. Okay. All right. No one chooses their country of birth, so it is foolish to be proud of it. This is an interesting one. What do you think? I mean, I'm all for the birth lottery and definitely like we shouldn't be so obsessed with borders and our countries and nationalism as a whole. But I don't think it's bad to be proud of something. I think that if you love a country, your country, it's okay. Uh, if you don't, you know, make it to be superior than other states in a way. So I think for me, it's like, um, agree. Agree. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put mine as, as strongly disagree. And here is why. You can be proud of your country like despite having no say in, in in where you're born simply because of like what your country represents uh what your country stands for for example like in general i'm pretty proud of canada because generally you know we're a country that has like official multiculturalism or you know generally like a pretty safe player on the world stage you know everyone kind of stands up for canadian values like you know the freedom to do whatever you want and and say whatever you want and things like that. So I just think that just because you don't choose something, like for example, your 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 family, right? You don't choose who your family are, but you still can take pride in the fact that your family has done all these incredible things. Like if my brother completed some massive achievement, of course I'll be proud of him. Like I had no say in who's gonna be my brother, who's not gonna be my brother, but I have some sense of attachment towards him. So I'm gonna put um, I strongly disagree on this one because I do not think that it is foolish to be proud of your country, despite the fact that you have no choice in where you're born. Okay. Uh, the next one, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, our race <laughs> has many superior <laughs> qualities compared with other races. Well, of course, strongly disagree on this one. I don't think yeah. that there's even a discussion, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm with you. That's a strong disagree. I don't I think this question, if you don't answer strongly disagree, kind of a red flag. Jail. Kind of a red flag <laughs> jail. <laughs> All right. Um, no, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. This is tricky. I don't know. I don't have enemies, so I've never really been in this situation, to be honest. Like, I, I have people that I dislike, but I wouldn't call them my enemies. What about like on like a on a politics stage, for example, like let's say, I don't know, because um, Saudi Arabia. I mean, this is applicable to like the geopolitical stage because the U.S. deals with Saudi Arabia and is strongly allied with Saudi Arabia. 
because they're enemies with Iran and Saudi Arabia is also enemies with Iran. I think that's how it sort of applies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily want to live by this uh, phrase. I think it really depends on the situation. So, so just a regular disagree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put a strongly disagree because that can just lead you to some very very dangerous areas. Yeah, for sure. Um I'm sure that if the US thought this way during the Second World War, really bad things could have happened. Let's put it that way. Yeah, this is like definitely a phrase that you'd live by during like crises or wars and stuff, but it it would probably just lead to more havoc. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Military action that defies international law is sometimes justified. Well, to me, this is very interesting because, huh, like talk, thinking about Ukraine war, you know, I don't know. I think, but no, that wouldn't be military action. I mean, prosecuting Russia, that would be like international law, not military action. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I hate I hate war. I I don't think that war is justified in any way, almost. So I would say strongly disagree. Strong disagree. I, to be honest, I don't really know what international law is. If it's sort of the idea that you should not attack people unprovoked, then yeah, I strongly disagree with it as well. But uh, to be honest. I'm going to put myself as a disagree just because I don't really know what the ins and outs of international law are. And there may be some cases. I'm also broadly anti-war, but there may be some cases in which, you know, your security comes like in into conflict with international law. And I think that a country's security should be the priority for it. Well, I feel like self-defense is justified in international law and stuff. But yeah. When I was thinking about this question, I thought about like uh, insurgencies in other countries disrespecting mm -hmm. their sovereignty or even crimes against humanity, that type of stuff, you know? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, but I feel like, I don't know, occasionally that stuff might be like, I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, for example, with like, Osama bin Laden's like assassination be considered a violation of international law like mm. I, I don't know I don't know if it is or not but whether it is or it isn't I think that it was the right move you know what I'm saying I don't know how I, mean, I feel about this but I think in general I would always prefer firstly trying to solve it like issues while sitting down and talking about them or making concessions at least and not going to the field and fighting or killing someone in the first place i mean yeah me too but i just feel like sometimes like that just goes out the window when you're dealing with osama bin laden or putin or something like that i suppose i don't know we'll never Maybe. know what happens okay. i'm gonna the... put mine as just like a regular disagree okay there is now a fusion, a worrying fusion, rather, of information and entertainment. Definitely. I definitely agree. I think that news have sort of become this marketplace of ideas, not really facts or information. So, I mean, and also knowing that most young people get their news on like social media and stuff, information really gets tied 
to entertainment in a worrisome way. So I would strongly agree. Okay. Um, I there's going to be, you're going to see some contrarian stuff coming out of my mouth here. Uh, but I'm going to put myself as a disagree. And here's why. I think that the idea that news needs to be like dry, just objective reporting of facts and whatnot is kind of an outdated premise that doesn't really, you know, go with reality. And like, if news was just this happened, this happened, this is when it happened, no one would pay attention to it. No one would care. People are looking for the analysis. People are looking for the passion. People are looking for like, you know, the cute little social media posts um, to find them in the algorithm. And like, you know, the TikTok videos and the podcasts even, you know? Um, so I don't think that it's worrying in and of itself, but there are some sort of like perverse incentives that come along with having news as entertainment uh, which is why i'm not in the strongly disagree camp like for example if you're using a complete disregard for facts in your entertaining news or whatever i think that that is a problem but you know someone like john oliver who makes you know last week tonight which sort of fuses comedy and and news reporting i think that's incredible i think that gets people to care about things and also entertain them so I don't think that that's worrying at all. So I'm going to put myself as a disagree. I definitely can see your point. And I think it very much depends on the situation. But yeah, yeah, I feel like from my perspective, people a lot of the times nowadays mix up opinions with information about a certain event. Yeah, very true. Okay, next page. Weird. Yeah, page two of six. Let's go. Economy. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> no. my god. Let's say hypothetically. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. Uh, people are ultimately divided more by class than by nationality. Well, I'm going to say strongly agree. I think that class kind of overtakes any other attribute. Honestly, uh, I think class is the most important thing in society because no matter if you're no matter your race or your nationality if you're rich you'll be pretty fine okay i am gonna go into the strongly disagree camp i think that that is just an, a, a very marxist way of, of, of thinking about the world but if you're to ask a working class brit if he identifies more as working class or more british he would say that he's british he would be someone that voted for Brexit, which is sort of, you know, reclaiming his national identity rather than his class identity. And you can argue in semantics whether this is in his best interest or not, but that's how people see themselves. They see themselves primarily defined by their nationality um, rather than their class. Um, we could go into sort of like the economic ins and outs of this, but I think that the fact that if you asked the average working class person, if you asked the average middle class person, whether they define themselves by their national identity or by their class, they would define themselves by their national identity. Yeah, well, perhaps I do see some truth in what you're saying, but to me, that is problematic in and of itself because people, I agree that they're divided by nationalities for sure because there's so much hate towards some someone that is not yours, you know, your people. But what a lot of 
those working class people fail to see is that really the biggest evil is what they're all plagued by that they're working class that they but work nine to fives that they very much suffer in this economy but they're not plagued by the by the same ills they they have very unique economic situations you know they're working different jobs like the working class in in you know some west african country looks very different than the working class in a, in a first world country they have completely different issues that they're struggling with they have completely different types of jobs they have completely different types of of economic like prospects given the future i just think that comparing these two is just like is, is i don't know i just i'm not gonna say it's like it's like a poor comparison or it's like a comparison that can't be made i just don't think it's the primary primary comparison by which we can analyze um the ills due to globalization i mean I think, yeah, working class situations can differ, especially if you're looking at different continents. But if you're working different jobs, I think that still people can very much relate, even if they work in completely different industries. A lot of them face the same issues with um, their income, with struggling to pay bills and stuff like that. But I do see your point. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's move on. We don't want to do the, the yeah. whole class discussion <laughs> right now. Let's need to somehow finish this test. Okay. Inflation is more important than controlling unemployment. Thoughts? I honestly feel like I have no knowledge or <laughs> expertise to talk about this. Maybe you want to start? <laughs> yeah, I think this is a very dumb question because um, one leads to another. Uh, and obviously, like, you know, oh my God, I really don't want to talk about this. This is a very poorly phr phrased question. But the key is, in any functioning country, you need to control both and keep them at some sort of equilibrium. If unemployment gets too low, inflation gets too high, people can't afford anything, and then unemployment rises again. Um, but if you're so concerned about controlling inflation that you're not letting prices rise, you're not letting wages rise, then you're going to lead to uh, terrible economic issues as well. So because I think inflation can lead to unemployment rather than the other way around, I'm going to say controlling inflation is important, is more important than controlling unemployment. But I'm saying that controlling inflation is more important because it prevents unemployment. It's a very, it's a very, I, I think it's a very dumb question. Okay, I, I see, I see your explanation. I'll just agree as well. Yeah, I, it's a, I, this is a bad question. Okay, then let's, let's move on to the next. Uh, the next is. Because corporations cannot be trusted to voluntarily protect the environment, they require regulation. Uh, I think this is a strongly agree. This was the topic of my last rant. Yeah, me too. I think, you know, as you always say, Vishva, companies only care about profits, so they do require some regulation. Yeah, absolutely. All right, oh. here we go. From each according to his ability to each according to his need is a fundamentally good idea. What do you think, Vishwa? Like, yeah, it's a, it's a good idea and that we should work as hard as we can. But like, if functioning, I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to look at everything to like a political lens. It's just a really utopian idea that's never, never worked. Um, so I don't think that it's a fundamentally 
good idea. And I think that, you know, abundance is a good idea too. So it's not, shouldn't be just what you need. It should also be what you want. Okay, I see that. I mean, yeah, we can look at this question and we can really, you know, stretch it far out. As an idea, I think it's a good idea. Uh, of course, it's practical implication can be debatable, but I'll agree with this. Okay. Oh boy, here we go. The freer the market, the freer the people. America. <laughs> you can tell um, that it's like some Friedman fanboy that has designed this quiz. Well, I disagree. I mean, I, I do very much see how people can be free under the free market, but I think it also leads to a lot of inequalities that then constrain people. So I'll disagree. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this an agree but I'm gonna explain what I mean by free market first. I think a free market is a competitive regulated market, not just a market that is completely unfettered. A free market and a fair market are basically like equivalent statements in, in, in my idea. Like a free market, I see like corporate control and like corporate hegemony as bad as to be equal to like being as bad as like a planned economy basically because there's just like a limit on competition there's a limit on innovation and things like that so for me a freer market means a market that's easy to enter and a market that is competitive so i'm going to give myself a soft degree you put mine i'm allowed to do strongly that strongly disagree just... sorry you put mine as strongly disagree oh did i yeah yeah, I think so. Sorry, no. That's okay. <laughs> okay. It's a sad reflection on our society that something as basic as drinking water is now a bottled branded consumer product. Mm, like, yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty sad. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself as a as an agree there. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't care that people sell bottled water, but it's quite sad that, like, because water isn't safe to drink, we're like commodifying it, and like the way that they destroy ecosystems while collecting bottled water is pretty egregious. So yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with what you're saying. Agree as well. Agree, but nice. but I but I do see like how you know. If you want bottled water, I understand that you have to pay for it because someone works to get it yeah. for you. But I just yeah, exactly. think that it's sad that we came to this point. Mm -hmm. Land should not be a commodity to be bought and sold. This is a, I mean, my intuition is saying agree. But I think it's a, also a tricky one a bit because I would need to think about this for a long time because this is like such so far from reality right now you know what i mean yeah yeah um i'm gonna say like disagree because i just don't see what an alternative is like it's, I, you hear about the, the tragedy of the commons where like okay this land is is everyone's this park is is everyone's that way no one feels a personal responsibility to take care of it and it ends up completely getting ruined and like the, the resource gets completely exploited and, and whatnot. So I do think that it's not like, I, I can't, I can't 
agree with this unless there's a counterfactual that's better than that. Mm -hmm. I just think that everyone should be able to afford a roof under their head and and uh, not, you know, not make land a commodity that you can buy so much of that inequality deepens even more. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I see. Yeah, I agree with that. Are you agree? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It is regrettable that many personal fortunes are made by people who simply manipulate money and contribute nothing to their society. Hmm. I like, like, yeah, yeah. I think that's a bad thing. I, I, I don't think that, like, I don't know. I don't know what they're referring to exactly. I assume they're referring to people that get like inheritances and like put them in random trust funds and just like live off of that. So yeah, I think that's regrettable. Yeah, I, I also thought of examples, but strongly agree for me. Yeah. All right. Protectionism is sometimes necessary in trade. Well, once again, I'm not the econ major here, but uh, I think that, yes, I, I would agree with this statement. I think agree. it is. Yeah, I think sometimes necessary makes it hard to not agree with. Like, for example, um, we saw with the COVID pandemic that countries that had outsourced their production of personal protective equipment uh, struggled with getting it because, you know, those countries that produce it wanted to keep all of it to themselves because they needed it to stop the pandemic. Canada was in a, in a bad state with this. They didn't produce their own vaccines. They didn't, um, you know, have their own mask producing facilities and things like that. They've got all that from the U.S. and other countries. And and yeah, I, I absolutely think that occasionally, yeah, we do need to be a little protectionist. The only social responsibility of a company should be to deliver a profit to its shareholders. Well, of course, I disagree with this. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> social responsibility is not about profit. It's about the environment. It's about people. Strongly disagree. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm a little bit in between here. Because on one hand, I think that makes the most efficient companies. Um, so with regulation, as long as they deliver profits, that's going to be fine because, you know, the regulation would sort of ensure that they're keeping their other environmental impacts in check. But at the same time, I, I feel like, you know, these companies don't exist in a vacuum. They require government. They require, you know, customers. They require their workers. They require, you know, the natural resources around them. So it's not like they've created all this value themselves. They've relied on the value generated from others. So they ought to have a social responsibility beyond that. So I'm going to put myself as a, what should I put myself as? I'm between disagree and agree. There should be like a neutral option, but I'm going but to put myself. But this is the only social responsibility, you know? Yeah. So, okay. I, yeah, but even that, like maybe it should be, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to put myself as a disagree. Okay. All right. The rich are too highly taxed. In which country? Like, what kind of question is this? <laughs> yeah, like, where does this exist, please? Because I want to go there. No, I, I strongly disagree. I'm all for distributive uh, justice and for lowering inequalities. 
so strongly disagree. Like, I think that the rich are taxed at a pretty fair rate in Canada, so I can't, I can't agree with this. Um, that being said, like, I don't know, there is an argument to be made that lowering taxes brings in business and makes your country more pro-business. But I'm going to put myself as a soft disagree here. Those with the ability to pay should have access to higher standards of medical care. Well, you can start if you want. Yeah, I've, I've talked about this a lot. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, I, I know your opinion on this. You talked about this in the earlier episodes. In my opinion, this can kind of give a bad premise that like general medical care then doesn't have to be sufficient. So I think, I mean, if we do have good a good healthcare system where people can get legitimate help for an affordable price, I think I would agree with the statement. But if it sort of sets the premise that, oh, you know, you have to have money to to access normal healthcare, then I disagree. So it really depends. But I guess I would agree. government should penalize businesses that mislead the public mm, yeah i think i think it's a huge problem especially with like uh, green labels and greenwashing yeah. and stuff so i think definitely strongly agree yeah me too you can't lie to to people and if you're selling them one thing you ought to be selling the thing that you're telling them that you're selling them absolutely agree a genuine free market requires restrictions on the ability of predator multinationals to create monopolies. Yeah, absolutely. Strongly agree. As well, I agree strongly. Yeah. Um, okay, the next round, let's do rapid fire style. Yeah, social. Shouldn't be hard, you know what I mean? Social, yeah, this should not be hard. All right. First question. Abortion, when the woman's life is not threatened, should always be illegal. I strongly disagree. As well, yeah. All authority should be questioned. I strongly, strongly agree. agree. <laughs> yes. Let's go. An, an eye, eye for an, an eye. eye. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Uh, I'm a uh, medium disagree. Taxpayers should not be expected to prop up any theaters and museums that cannot survive on a commercial basis. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's a tough one. I keep reading it. I'm I'm going to say uh, I disagree with this because I think that there's important like cultural value to museums and, and, and theaters and things like that that offers society important cultural institutions beyond economic ones. Yeah, I also disagree. Schools should not make classroom attendance compulsory. I strongly disagree. Mm. I don't know. I might really change my mind when I'm a mother. 
but oh, maybe I'll I, I I don't I don't I don't know I also agree <laughs> right now I also agree you agree okay interesting yeah all people have their rights but it's better for all of us that different sorts of people keep to their own kind what the heck <laughs> unless they strongly disagree yeah strongly disagree <laughs> like what the heck is that good parents sometimes have to spank their children strongly disagree strongly disagree yeah me too um, it's, it's natural for children to keep some secrets from their parents strongly agree strongly agree yeah i'm gonna say agree possessing marijuana for personal use should not be a criminal offense strongly agree yeah me too the, the prime, prime function, function oh, sorry, go ahead. of schooling should be to equip the future generation to find jobs. Strongly disagree. Okay, I agree. Interesting. People with serious inheritable disabilities should not be allowed to reproduce. Strongly disagree. Yeah, me too. I Like, what? The most important thing for children to learn is to accept discipline agree agree okay oh interesting but like discipline in a way that like you stay consistent with what you do sort of thing no mm, i thought it was like like discipline isn't like iron fist oh. law oh then no then i don't know <laughs> then i don't know i mean hey it's up to your interpretation i could be wrong okay there are no savage and civilized peoples there are only different cultures yeah of course strongly agree okay i disagree and here's why i think that this sets a dangerous precedent for like cultural relativism relativism rather like it's not that an entire culture or like people or whatever are like savage or like or like evil or whatever but there are certain like cultural practices that we should not excuse just because they're their cultural practices you know what i mean like um for example i think one thing that we can that we can all agree on uh from the listeners of the show is that like iran's mandatory hijab laws and like the way that they beat women for not following them yes you could say that that's like an important part of like uh you know a culture like it's a certain cultural trait that they that they have but we can also say that it's barbaric evil and 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 hurts women um you know within within the country so i think it's dangerous to say that to brush things off as like oh it's just their culture oh it's just their, like we should, we need to be able to clearly say something is right versus something is wrong yeah i see that i think it's just keeping cultures accountable but i think making the distinction like that there's two world poles savage people and civilized people that's wrong in my opinion yeah yeah that's true but i do think that I, i'm going to still stick with my answer okay those who those... are able to work and refuse the opportunity should not expect society's support i strongly agree with this mm. I suppose I I can also see your point. I mean, who are able to work really able, right? Right, like it's not it's not like if you have a disability or like uh, some sort of like mental health issues or or anything like that. It's 
if you're able yeah, to Yeah, I work. agree. I agree. Okay. Agree or strongly agree? Agree. Okay. When you are troubled, it's better not to think about it, but to keep busy with more cheerful things. <laughs> Disagree. I think you should solve your problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, first generation immigrants can never be fully integrated within their own country, within their new country. I really don't know. It's not for me to answer this question. That's fair. Um, I am a second generation immigrant. And I think that it's like, it's kind of true. Um, just because like, you know, my parents have lived in Canada for many years. Um, and of course, like they've taken on many parts of Canadian culture and, and you know we have a barbecue in the back and 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 whatnot but like of course they still retain and even I still retain many um many aspects of Canadian culture I mean of Indian culture and I don't think that this is a bad thing I think that the fact that you can hold on to your former culture um without completely assimilating is is a very good thing yeah agree okay What's good for the most successful corporations is always ultimately good for all of us. Strongly disagree. Yeah, me too. What the? What kind of question is this? No broadcasting institution, however independent its content, should receive public funding. I'm going to say disagree because I kind of want some grants from the Canadian government. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. Disagree. Disagree. I'll, okay. I think in, it's needed if we want news sometimes. Government of Canada, government of Lithuania, please give us money. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Our civil For liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. Um, I I agree with this. This is very libertarian. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't experienced this, you know. Yeah. I'll see. I can see how the excessively curbed. I don't know. I would say disagree. I don't know. Disagree. Let's just say disagree. Let's just say disagree. Okay. A significant, a significant oh my god oh, i always forget who reads it okay you go sorry it's okay no you can go a significant advantage of a one-party state is that it avoids all the arguments that delay progress in a democratic political system like this is obviously true but it doesn't mean i support it yeah same <laughs> what do i say uh... like i feel like i should say disagree but this statement is true. Mm -hmm. so I'm I agree. Gonna say disagree, even though the statement is true. I'll say agree. Okay. Although the electronic age makes official surveillance easier, only wrongdoers need to be worried. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, no, I think people in general should be worried. 
So disagree. Disagree. Yeah, I'm going to strongly disagree with this. Like, stay out of our lives. <laughs> the death penalty should be an option for the most serious crimes. I strongly, strongly disagree. disagree. Oh, what? You're anti-death penalty too? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Awesome. Okay. In a civilized society, one must always have people above to be obeyed and people below to be commanded. <laughs> I think this is a dangerous precedent. Um, strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Yeah, me too. Abstract art that does not represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all. Strongly disagree. Okay. Um yeah i disagree too like just who who cares <laughs> um in criminal justice punishment should be more important than rehabilitation <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about this people I strongly know. disagree yeah me too good stuff it, it is, is a waste, waste of... oh sorry i'm sorry this is my fault oh my god <laughs> it is a waste of time to try to rehabilitate some criminals uh agree yeah but like a small percentage you know yeah 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 yeah. agreed the business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist i would say disagree strongly disagree okay interesting yeah um i would say agree but if life was just the business person and the manufacturer rather than the writer and the artist it would just be really boring But, I mean, in terms of keeping things, like, keeping us alive and things like that, I think that's mm. true. Okay. Mothers may have careers, but their first duty is to be homemakers. Strongly disagree. Disagree. Okay. Yeah, I also strongly disagree with that. Multinational companies are unethically exploiting the plant genetic resources of developing countries. This is this is phrased very weirdly. Like the, I don't the understand that what that means. What the like, what the heck is a plant genetic resource? Plants in general, plants? like like natural resources. I don't know. I strongly agree. Strongly agree. Okay. Um, like, yeah, I I agree. I think. I, I think I agree. Peace? Oh, okay. <laughs> Making peace with the establishment is an important aspect of maturity. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Yeah, Nolda's going to be like the 70-year-old at like the, the Marxist protest. Uh, I'm going to put like a, a less strong disagree because I think that there are some ways to like work within the system. And occasionally you learn sometimes that the establishment is the way it is because that might be the best way to run things. Sometimes. Oh my god. Religion. Oh. Not many questions. That's good. Astrology accurately explains many things. I really don't know, but I will say disagree for my knowledge. Um, yeah, I'm going to say disagree too. You cannot be moral without being religious. Strongly disagree. Me too. 
Charity is better than social security as a means of helping the genuinely disadvantaged. Strongly disagree. I'm going to give it a soft disagree. Some people are naturally unlucky. Agree? Yeah, man. Oh, dude, I strongly agree with this. There's just some people that I've met that just like cannot seem to catch a break. It's really sad. It is important that my child's school instills religious values. I strongly disagree. Yeah, me too. I don't think schools should do like be that subjective. All right. Why finally, is... a look at sex. <laughs> I didn't think it was on here. Sex outside marriage is usually immoral. Usually. I, I just love what that means. Usually. <laughs> Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. I'm going to give it a disagree. A same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. Strongly agree. Me too. Pornography depicting consenting adults should be legal for the adult population. Strongly agree. Mm -hmm. What goes on in a private bedroom between consulting adult consenting adults is no business of the state. This is something that Pierre Elliott Trudeau said. I strongly agree. Yeah, me too. No one can feel naturally homosexual. This strongly disagree. Like what? I feel like some of these are just like facts. Like you can't mm -hmm. agree or disagree. Like it's 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 a thing. These days, openness about sex has gone too far. I I agree with this. I disagree. I think it's good that we share and learn and are educated on reproductive things. Look, I'm I'm just saying, like, what goes on in a private bedroom between consenting adults is no business of the state, and it's not the business of anyone else. So, it's your own private business. So now let's see where Milda stands. Okay, we don't want to do this whole. We don't want to do this whole thing. Oh, Milda. Milda is pretty far left. And very libertarian. Yeah. I don't think that this surprises anyone. Uh, for those of you listening, it's a negative seven on the economic left and right, and a negative 6.41 on the social libertarian authoritarian scale. Where am I? I am also on the libertarian left, interestingly. Um, I don't know if most people would agree with that, but it's the test, so it must be correct, right, guys? I'm slightly less libertarian and also slightly less left-wing than Milda. I'm at negative 2.38 on the economic left scale and negative 4.36 at the social libertarian authoritarian scale. I, I disagree. I think they're lying. I what so think, didn't expect that you would be so like on the left as well. I know. I, I, don't, I don't think I am. I mean, although like I am like low-key just like center left. Mm, I don't um, know. I don't know. But but also, I didn't is. think I didn't think that I would be so libertarian as well. Yeah, I, this is what I'm saying. I'm. I feel like in our conversations, I'm much more libertarian than you are. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't know. I guess I guess the test thinks otherwise, and you know the test must be correct. All right, everyone. I hope you had fun with that. Uh, Milda and I sure did. Um, yeah, uh, it's a little bit longer of an episode than normal, but uh, I hope that you enjoyed us walking ourselves through the political compass test. As usual, uh, check us out on YouTube, Wake Up Call with this one, Milda, Instagram at Wake Up Call Podcast with underscores between, and on TikTok at Wake Up Call Podcast without underscores in between any day. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week.